You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, yes, it is podcast time. Jerry Recco, while he did the warm-up show this morning from his home in beautiful central New Jersey, uh, he was on no sleep. So uh, CeeLo did the updates during the program. So Eddie Scazzeri joins me for the post-game podcast. Hello, podcast people. Yeah, yeah. Hello, podcast people. It is one of the things I talked about yesterday with you, uh, Eddie, that that I teased for today was this idea that uh, the the Colosseum in Rome. Yes. Have you been have you ever been to Italy? I have never been to Italy. Do you like old structures like that? Yes, it is intriguing to see things from antiquity. Yeah, does the, I know I know you went to China. Does China have old things like that? Well, there's something called the Great Wall of China you may have heard of. I've heard of this one. Yes. Is that very old as well? Uh yeah, I think it was I'm not sure if it's as old as the Colosseum, but it might yeah. be. But it's definitely over, you know, 1,500 years. Yeah, that's unbelievable, right? When you look yeah. at some of those structures. And, so, And you can see it from space. Yes, the Great Wall of China, you mm-hmm, can. Mm-hmm. It's a, I always think, like, how did they build these things? Like, I have a hard time figuring out how they build stadiums now in 2021. Like, how are they building the Great Wall of China, the Colosseum in Rome, Back when technology was, there was no technology. Lots of slave labor, I, and that might had to take years. Like, I'm sure I could Google this. Like the the Colosseum in Rome, how long did that take? From when they're like, you know what, we're gonna put I, up I a think Colosseum. It was like ten years. Ten years. Yeah, that's about what it takes now to do a stadium. Well, less than that, but still, yeah. Less. And with the with the materials that they were working with, but at least people understand the physics involved of of how that structure was built in the Great Wall, but the pyramids, I think, still befuddle a lot of people. And some people claim that, you know, some aliens helped uh, early man build those some of those really old pyramid structures. Yeah, that stuff's very interesting. So uh, Gina did drag me to Italy, and I, I do love old buildings and things and, mm-hmm. and i think we have old stuff here and, and gino always says oh we have nothing old here compared to italy well you know, there's something like people call the american stonehenge but you know it's debatable whether it's like a real thing what is mm-hmm. it you know so and how old it is yes uh but you know you go into this coliseum and they let you walk around there mm-hmm. um and you think like supposedly i don't know if you believe such a thing you believe like 
lions versus people was a was a competitive sport back then? Is that what they try to sell us with this coliseum? Oh, a hundred percent, it was. They used to, you know, have uh, festivals that were days long, where they would bring in these wild animals from their region or from you know across the Mediterranean and Africa, and they would slaughter them or have them slaughter each other, and then they had um, they would execute people. Uh, you know, uh, death by beast. There's Ooh. a Latin name for it, but they would just, you know, have a criminal out there and they oh, here's four leopards. Have fun. <laughs> you know, so it's pretty... I could get behind that. Like if someone was a murderer. Yeah, it's still pretty brutal. It is pretty brutal. But I was reading that they want to take, now there's no, there's like a, re... they want to put a retractable floor in the Colosseum in Rome so that they can hold concerts and plays there in the uh in the old amphitheater in the old I, roman coliseum yeah i think they have um i think they will have cuz it's not i guess structurally sound right now they'll have like concerts right outside of it yeah i think billy joel did it i think mccartney elton john yeah it's cool a few others but um yeah and there's no real floor to this thing the way it is now because there's all these underground tunnels. Right, where they used to things. have, uh, you know, people, the, the slaves, the gladiators, they used to hang out there before there was time for them to go die. Yeah, so they said that they would have some sort of retractable thing that they could put in that would make it a floor. But that's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Like, in some way, I think it'd be cool to, like, do things in an old coliseum like that. In other ways, I think... Putting a retractable thing in there makes it like you're ruining it. You are, you are. But I mean, it's not going to last forever. I mean, ultimately, you know, you're talking tens of thousands of years. It'll yeah. decay and be gone. So there's there's other random things there in Italy as there are in other countries where it's just like like the Roman Colosseum. Just it's next to a regular road. Yeah, it's right like, in the middle of town. Yeah, it's right in the middle of town. It's like there's a circle near it where you like a, a, where you drive around a circle, and there are other things like there'll just be a random pillar from thousands of years ago, just like in the middle of a, a modern downtown area, right next to the McDonald's. Yeah, right next to the McDonald's. Well, they say there's a Pizza Hut outside the that there's a Pizza Hut in Egypt that you can sit in and eat Pizza Hut and look out and see the pyramids. Yeah, that that kind of also seems wrong, I Yeah, guess, very but, wrong. I don't like that. Yeah, but hey, you know, who are we? Who are we to decide, Eddie? So that I had from yesterday. Then I was seeing, um, did you follow at the time the Manti Teo fake girlfriend story? Yeah, well, because I mean, not that I'm that interested in that sort of thing, but I am very interested in college football and, you know, Notre Dame being in the championship game, which they were, I believe the year that happened, they got destroyed. But um, this was, I think, pre-playoff, maybe a year or two before the playoff started. I think it was 2012. Yeah, that would be, I think, two years then before. But uh, yeah, I definitely remember that. It was very weird. Very weird. So a quick refresher. Manti Teo had this girlfriend that he that he had, and he his mom and his girlfriend died on the same day. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
so he was doing all of the, he was doing these interviews. He was very broken up. All the, you know, these two things happened at the same time. Or I don't know if his mother, yeah, I think his mother died. His mother either died or was diagnosed with cancer and his girlfriend died on the same day. But it turned out he had never met his girlfriend. It was only an online relationship. Although he had told people he did meet her. Which so he, very, never, he never did. Which he never did. And he later said that he told people he met her because people would have thought it was weird that he was in a relationship with someone he'd never met. And it turned out there was a guy named Renaya Tiasa Susupo who was playing the part of the girlfriend. He would call Manti Teo, he would text, all these things. And he had a crush on Manti Teo. I see. I see. I, and, I didn't know that part of it. Yeah. So anyway, it, it, it kind of went away. And now there's a, the Players' Tribune and Netflix are working together on a documentary. And for the first time, they have the participation of both Manti Teo and this Renaya Tiasa Sosopo. So is it fair to say, or, or I, I don't know, maybe you know, are they now friends? Not I don't that they're know. I don't involved I, I, romantically, but are no, they friendly, or you don't I, know? I don't. I don't know. I don't think they are. But some people are criticizing it because those two are very involved, and they think that they have you know final say in how it looks and what it says, and that originally ESPN was doing their own special they had scheduled time to sit down with Manti Teo and then he backed out at the last minute because now he's going to be doing this one with the Players Tribune and Netflix and he's going to have complete control of it which definitely sort of casts in shadow the legitimacy of the stories that you're going to hear when the subjects are and if it's a controversial thing if they have creative control right now that being said I'm interested I am mildly interested. Mildly interested. Less so because of what you just told me about them having control. Well, in the ESPN one, uh, supposedly they did not have Renaya Tiasa Susupo. I just want to keep saying that. He wasn't going to be involved, but they did get Manti Teo. I still, every time I hear him make a play on an NFL Sunday, I still think of that. Yeah, is he he still in the league? Yeah, he's still. I, I do still hear him. I, I, I guess he's not a huge... Although, you know, I get him confused with the Honey Badger. What was that guy's name? Oh, gosh. I had it and until you said... <laughs> <laughs> Let me do uh, it while you're talking. Mathow. Uh, yeah. Yes. Tyrone Mathow? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, why do I confuse those guys? I don't know. I don't know because they're nothing alike. But, uh, right. yeah. And one is a great player. The Honey Badger. Yeah, I think he was. I think he he was on the Titans, and then he was on the. Is he on the Chiefs now? I think he is. Yeah, so maybe I'm I'm thinking that he's maybe I think of Manti Teo's fake girlfriend whenever I hear about the Honey Badger. That's just entirely possible. That is possible. Yeah, that is possible. Uh, here's another story. Interesting. A meteorologist says that. For those people who like to eat icicles, you know, like when it snows and you get icicles, you know, little kids will eat an icicle, lick an icicle, that sort of thing. This meteorologist says that icicles are filled with bird poop Uh, based on the way that they come off the roof and then freeze. He says you're really basically licking 
bird poop. Or in your area, uh, chicken wings. Chicken wings, rib bones, a big ham bone. Oh, I didn't tell you this. You, you are out. The most insane thing. Where I told you my dog finds chicken wings and all these things. She found a a large ham hock bone with meat on it. Wow. It was so crazy. I didn't know what to do. So she, she finds it and picks it up. It was on someone's front lawn. I don't know how I didn't see her grab this, but she has this huge thing. It was hilarious looking because it looked like a human hip bone. Like that's how large yeah, it was. Yeah, they're, they're big. And she's like, well, it's Christmas. Santa gave this to me. <laughs> she couldn't have been happier. And I'm like, oh, what sure. am I going to do with this? With this, I don't want to take it out of her mouth. She still gets uh, crazy. And I haven't really figured out how to fix that right. yet. So I wasn't going to fix it right then and there. And I knew if she goes crazy over a chicken wing, I was not going to be able to take this away from her. So I'm trying to figure out what to do. We're walking, walking, walking. She finally gets exhausted and lays down to eat it. So she's eating it. I'm filming her eating it. I, I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. Then I know that we're not going to go. She's not going anywhere without that bone. And she, so I, I had to have her bring it into the house. Oh, <laughs> oh God. So once I got it into the house, I traded her. For I gave her a um, frozen chicken leg, which are fine for these dogs. Right, frozen. So she did trade me for the frozen chicken leg once we got in the house because she's not food aggressive in the house. Right, she's food aggressive when she finds things. But it was so hilarious. Like I was like, what am I going to do with this? Because she's just walking around so proud. Like I could just picture when people when cars were driving by or people were walking by. There's this skinny dog holding a giant ham hock bone. With a person's leg in her mouth. <laughs> it was hilarious. So she did that. So yeah, if you're eating icicles, you're eating bird poop. And if you're eating ham hock bones, like that had to come out of someone's trash can, I guess. An animal must have taken it out yeah, of a trash can. Yeah, do you can. have raccoons down there or no? I have not seen raccoons, but but we, I think we do, further into town, not up by the beach. And there's definitely a fox that comes around. Could have been the fox, right? And uh, uh have you seen possums down there or no? There are possums down here, yeah. Yeah, it could have been any one of those kind of yeah. scavengery kind of critters. <laughs> or my dog. She's a scavenger. Yeah, well, clearly. Uh, what else do I have here, Eddie? Uh, I was going to give you one more thing. The Yonkers man. Tell me how you feel about this. A Yonkers man, Eddie, has filed a lawsuit. Because Hawaiian rolls, are you familiar with the Hawaiian rolls? Like yes, King's, no, Hawaiian King's Hawaiian rolls. Now I I see the commercials all the time, especially yeah. around, around the holidays. Yeah, I do not get it. The appeal um, of this little sweet little dinner roll. I mean, right. fine, but people go nuts for them. They go nuts for them. Well, evidently they're not made in Hawaii. They are made in California. Oh, and right. this uh, man in Yonkers filed a lawsuit because he claims false advertising. You're advertising Hawaiian rolls, and they are made in California and not Hawaii. That's lame. I, mean, I hope they know. throw that out. I mean, come on. I mean, it's the Hawaiian recipe or Hawaiian right. inspired. I mean, come on. Right, Hawaiian inspired. And where does it go the rest of the year? Like you said, like I see them all the time around the holidays as well. But like, could I go into an Acme today and purchase a King's Hawaiian Roll? I probably could. I'm sure, yeah. But they're not as popular. I Their guess, season. Yeah, I guess. Their season must be the holidays. It's never been a thing for us. Yeah. Me neither. Much rather have the like the great Italian bread from uh, yeah. Brooklyn. 
Oh, yeah. When it's nice and warm. Oh. And uh, finally today, Eddie, um, Al's Boring Beer comes out today. You know, my wife told me about this. Uh, really? That you were doing this. Yeah. So Bradley Brew Project in Bradley Beach, they a couple times a year, they'll do a beer for a charity. And they said, do you want to do a beer? We'll do proceeds to uh, the Boomer Sison Foundation. I said, yes. They said, do you have an idea? I said, yes. Al's Boring Beer. I went down there. We taste tested a whole bunch of things. Their brewers put together what I like from this beer, that bear, that bear. We put something nice together, and it's coming out today. Well, that's uh, that's kind of cool. Now, they approach you about it? They did. And is it an IPA? It is an IPA. Oh, okay. That explains why uh, friends of ours mm-hmm. who are huge into the IPA, they'll, they, they drive up to, like, Vermont when this one place is going to release. Oh, you told this. me about them. Yeah. yeah. And he was uh, – he – and asked me through my wife about like what's going on with this. He was very interested in it. Nice. I like that. Well, it's uh, starting today. You can order on their website starting at noon, and then you can pick up starting at 4. Unfortunately, breweries are not allowed to ship their beers. Okay. So to, un- unlike to, wineries? I guess. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But the, the breweries, or I don't know if they're just New Jersey breweries, but they're not allowed to ship to individual homes. Yeah, the, all those alcohol laws are very strange and goes by state. And so it's, you know, it's, it's like, bizarre. come on, please. Because also, like, there's a couple breweries down here. They're not allowed to serve food, but you can bring food in. Yeah, like, what are we doing? I right. mean, come on. And then they make them close at, like, 8 o'clock at night because they're not a bar, they're a brewery. You know, I... Uh, a lot of rules. You know, and, you know, I understand with the liquor licenses, a way for the state to make money. I get that, but, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. And I'm also, uh, we're packaging for some of them uh, limited edition boring hats. Excellent. Al's Boring Beer hats or just Al's Boring hat? Just hashtag boring. I had made these hats up a number of years ago and never did anything with them. So I thought, well, let's package some of these. Let's get them out there. Limited edition. Limited edition people. They're in Gem Min 10 condition. Well, why don't you uh, tell people how, uh, give the website. Oh, uh, bradleybrew.com. And you can order there. Brew.com. Or you can just search Bradley Brew Project or Bradley Brew, and it'll tell you where they are. They're right on Main Street in Bradley Beach, New Jersey. Come on down. I already saw on uh, social media that uh, Dan and Carteret's on his way. So BradleyBrew.com, or at today at 4 o'clock, you can go to that. You can go pick them up. At the Bradley Brewery on yep. Main Street. Yes, but if you want to pay and everything before you get there, you can do it online, and then you just pick up when you get there. Cool. And I'll put links out and all that stuff. So it's very exciting. It's very exciting. And we uh, had written on the can, which is cool. It's in small print, but it says, please dispose, please recycle this can. Do not just throw it on the ground. Exactly. That's a special shout out to the Michelob Man. Special shout out to the Michelob Man. Exactly. Actually, he inspired this. The Michelob Man stories on the air, a listener who's friends with the Bradley Brew said, Ooh, we should do a uh, should do an Al beer. Perfect. So I'm very excited about that. So in 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 a way, it's come come full circle. Full the circle. Michael Obama is now a hero. But I'm going to be pissed if I see these cans thrown about town. Oh, that I would be the to classic fu. Gonna be, and you will be arrested. And uh, to the highest, what do they say? To the highest extent of the law, or something? Fullest extent. Fullest extent of the law. Prosecuted to the fullest extent. You will be prosecuted to the full. I have cameras all over town. 
All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. I did that with uh, Jerry Recco. Yes, you did. And Jerry will be back tomorrow, I hear. Uh, yeah, that is correct. For the whole show. Yeah, he's deciding to work full day. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we'll see him and you and everyone tomorrow on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, that means Mark Chernoff meeting on Thursday. Oh, great. You always don't even go to those. It's awesome. Uh, like, yeah, I no. come to the office. I'm not going to meetings. And it's respected. They He respects that. Well, also because it's right at the time when, like, you know. You're busy. I'm gonna, it's going to push me back, you know, and especially on a Thursday and I don't have an all-day spot. Right. It's a problem. It's a very big problem. All right, Eddie. Sue! So- eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, campers. Al and Jerry, don't worry. It's only an hour long, and most days, it doesn't suck. No, it does not. And what do you say we do this on a Wednesday morning, a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock, I am back from Michigan State. Al Dukes resides along the Jersey Shore across from the Atlantic Ocean. We say good morning to Mr. Dukes. How are you, sir? Oh, good morning, Jerry. What time did you uh, get in this morning? Like, when I say get in, what time did you walk into your front door? Eh, great question. Uh, About an hour and 15 minutes ago. Oh, okay. So you're wide awake and ready to rock and roll. Wide awake and ready to roll. roll. You know, it's funny because you get those itineraries for trips. Yeah. And the reason why I'm not working the full shift today was just if there was a case, let's say the game went to overtime last night, if the plane was delayed, blah, 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 blah. Everything was like almost to the minute. (laughs) It's really amazing that I walked in the door exactly when I thought I would. So worked out well. And uh, here we are. So you're here for the warm-up show, but then CeeLo will take over. Yeah, there was no way that I could leave that uh, flying solo with the chance that I could be late. So, yes, right. Chris will be there with 6 o'clock with you guys, and away we go on a Wednesday. So, Jerry, but with the warm-up show, you have, you're you like the Raiders. You have a commitment to excellence. I think there's a little there bit of that, is. of course. Yes, of course, especially if I'm around. Yeah, I'd like to put a Raider logo right on the side of your head. How about this? Pride. Pride. Yes. Play with pride. I like doing this with you. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. Ooh, I like that, Jerry. Jerry, let me give you, since you weren't here yesterday, I've got a couple guests lined up for not this show. Oh, because, I thought us. Okay. No, but, uh, uh, Joe Douglas, Jets GM, is going to come on. Oh, I like that. I said, how about uh, we get Joe Douglas for the warm-up show? And then they go, what about a show people are listening to starting uh, in, in time when people are up and on the road and that the sort of thing? Up. I said, all right, fair enough, fair enough. So he's going to call in around 8 o'clock. Okay, works for me. And then you missed yesterday's program. Gio made a very bold move, and he is uh, going to be, he says he's fasting, meaning drinking only water 
until the Mets sign a big player. Right, now, I saw this. I followed yeah. this yesterday on Twitter. I did see this. I'm curious how long this goes because this is not easy to do. Well, I did receive a text message from Gio yesterday. Uh, this came in at a 4.02 p.m. It says, I still haven't eaten. I'm starving. <laughs> yes. Th- there's got to be a hump you get over at some point. I would guess so. I mean, you're talking about because today's what, January 6th? Is that today's right? Today's the 6th, yep. Who do you think would be the big signing he's waiting for? Uh, he's waiting for Springer? like, yeah. So if you're talking about a guy like George Springer, which I do think there's still a good chance he's going to sign with the Mets, yeah, that could still not be for another three weeks. Right. Well, we did hear from a guy, and I've booked a guest, Jerry. I booked a man by the name of Jets Fan. Okay, Jets Fan. Jets okay. Fan, Jerry. I, I reached out to him uh, because he says he has not eaten since uh, the clock struck 12 on uh, January 1st. So what do you live on? Just water and coffee? Yeah. Well, this man is, uh, he's, <laughs> his game plan, and we're going to talk to him around uh, a little after 720, maybe during your update there real quick. Right. He is, uh, he weighed a one, 367 pounds in, on January 1st. Okay. He's going to not eat until June 1st. No, shut up. Or when he hits 225 pounds. See, that he says he's done it. No. He says he's done it before. So we're going to talk to him. So two big guests, Jerry. Who do you think is the bigger guest? Fasting Jets fan or Joe Douglas? Well, Fasting Jets, Jets fan GM. sounds like the bigger guest. But yeah, if you mean in guest. terms of uh, a bigger, like a better get, well, that would be Joe Douglas. Oh, Joe like Douglas. Like a physically bigger is Jet fan. Oh, true. I mean, 325 pounds, that's, that's a big man. Uh, but I would say the bigger get is absolutely Joe Douglas because they got a head coach they got to go hire. And I was going to say that there's no way Gio hasn't eaten still because, and if he hasn't, he's going to be very short with uh, Boomer today. I, it's no, going to get I, ugly. I do think there's a chance. I think you can, I mean, look at it this way, Al. How many times have you gotten blood work done, a colonoscopy done, yeah. and you simply, you can't eat, and you end up going 12, 15, 16, 20 hours, and I mean like awake where you're not eating, you're hungry. I think you can get through a day or so. Yeah. You're going to tell me at this time tomorrow he hasn't eaten, then I would be stunned. Right. I don't buy it. I mean, and well, I want to we'll know see. how this guy's going to go six months. It was a bold move. It was a bold declaration, so we'll see if he sticks to it. You do mention, uh, Jerry, though, although we will be speaking with Joe Douglas a little after 8 o'clock, that they do have a big decision to make, and that's who's going to be the head coach. And there's also... Uh, you know, Joe, Joe Douglas spoke with the media yesterday, and, you know, people are reading into things. Right. And they're reading into that in the past he has talked about how Sam Darnold is an untouchable player. And that yesterday he said, quote, I think Sam has a bright, a very bright future in this league. He didn't say, didn't with, say with the, the Jets. Jets. Are you well, reading into that or or – Sometimes when guys, it's like when we do these four-hour radio shows, sometimes, you know, you're not, each thing can be picked apart where there may not have been meaning behind what he was saying. You know what I mean? Like, he could have easily said, I think Sam has a bright future with this team. I think it's very smart. He leaves it open-ended, and it it's open for him to come back. It's open to, for them to move on, basically. Yeah. You did see, though, the one player who is a who's a fan of Jim Harbaugh's that said yesterday. Oh, I didn't see this. Frank Gore. 
Frank Gore. What did he say? He said, quote, me knowing Harbaugh, he's very mm-hmm. competitive. Even though he didn't win at Michigan when he was with us, I know, and meaning in San Francisco. Oh, the Niners. I know he got a chance to get there, that chance to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I knew he would come back to the NFL. I know that he's wanted to do so. And apparently he uh, likes the idea of the Jets. He'll make this team very competitive, Gore said. He's really the only sexy hire. It, it is a. I do like the the and only because he looks the part. We talked about this last week. The 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 guy from San Francisco, Salal. Like he looks. Oh, the intense. bald guy. Yeah. Yeah, I love that guy too. I like him. For, I I would be good with that too. But I still think Jim Harbaugh. And I don't know what's going on there in Michigan. I read one article yesterday that said the way Michigan is writing their contract, or redoing his contract, or giving him the contract for next year. Yeah. Where they're setting it up, like it's incentive laden. If he wants to make a lot of money, they got to win. Basically saying, listen, the job's yours, but you're going to earn your money. We're not just going to pay you. Boomer seemed to think yesterday that that he's going back there, Michigan. Well, I do think that that's what most people think. But that having been said, he has not had a good time there. And if an NFL team threw a lot of money at him, again, you don't know. I think think there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. What's this bald guy's name on the Niners? Robert Salah. Robert. And what's his title right now? He's defensive coordinator of the 49ers. Oh, yeah. Look at him. He does. He looks like... You know what I always appreciate about him on game days? His head is comp- is like freshly shaved. He means business. Yeah, he Here, looks like a football coach. Here's who's acceptable for the Jets to hire. Jim Harbaugh. Eric Bieniemy. Right. Robert Salah. Yeah, I agree. Those are the three. I'm with That's you. That's it. How about That's this? That's all I'm interested in. How about this headline? I don't know where this is coming from, but again, this is coming from a Wolverine website from oh, yesterday. Oh, the Wolverine website. Well, like it's that. it's I don't know exactly what the name of the website is. It's uh, I can find it for you if you want though. But this is a headline from 21 hours ago. Michigan football optimism about Jim Harbaugh return is disappearing. Uh-oh. How about that? How about that? How about that? Come on, Mikey. Uh, this is, is this Bleacher Report? I can't tell. I'm not exactly sure what website this is. Yeah. But yes, that is that's the headline. I'm so not, I'm locked into this Robert Salah. I just I'm on his Wikipedia page right now, Jerry. Yeah. He was the best man at Matt Lafleur's wedding. Mm-hmm. No kidding. That's right. Who knew? How about Who that? Who would be your best man, Eddie? My best man. I would have three, Jerry. For a wedding that's never going to happen. <laughs> my friend Paul, my friend John, oh, my friend Steve. You are three friends. I have my three friends. I would have no other wedding party because they would all be equal best men. Me and my three friends. That's why it's better if you have a brother to be your best man. Because then, then you don't have to choose between friends. Very true. I might have Whimsy be my best man. <laughs> well, she's a girl. She's a girl. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm ex- I'm actually, you know, I'm not a Jet fan, but I'm actually into this hire. I thought Patrick Graham was a possibility, too, and we see he got an extension yesterday from the Giants. So, he, yes. all of a sudden, his name started surfacing, and the Giants, kind of like what the Cowboys did with Kellen Moore. Oh, you want to talk to our guy? No problem. How about we'll just give you more money and give you more years? So, By the way, what? that was very quick. You know, I, I, I start doing a show sheet around 6 p.m. the night yeah. before, and on that show sheet, I saw for the first time pop up that Giants... 
players are worried that defensive coordinator Patrick Graham could go to the Jets. And it was just hours later. Yeah. Extension. Because I saw, I saw around 3 o'clock, two, maybe 2 o'clock, whatever, I saw the Jets asked for permission to talk to him. Yeah. And the next thing you know, extension, he's going nowhere. What do we not know about this guy? I mean, if the if the Jets were interested and the Giants love him so much, they they signed him right up, Jerry. That's you know what that is. That is really good for that's continuity. Good. That is yes, that's an that's outstanding true. move for continuity, especially if you like the way the Giants played defensively this year. And there are there are absolutely games you can point to and be happy with what they did. And I think the Seattle game obviously is number one. I think defensively they played really well against the Cowboys on Sunday. Like, they had a good season as a unit. Not every game, but many of the games, they kept them in games. I think it's a smart move. So those three guys you think the Jets can sell to the Jet fan? Uh, Eric Bieniemy, Yes. Harbaugh? And Salah. Robert Salah. I did. I will tell you, though, and this is where you need to get your due as an NFL insider. Or no, yeah, I shouldn't say I that. You're not. No, you're not an insider. I don't say that. As an NFL mind, how about that? I'll take that because this is what I've been seeing, really, for the last day or so, from a lot of opinion pieces for this coaching situation in the All league. Right. Eric Bieniemy to the Chargers, perfect fit. Yes. See, I knew it. Perfect fit. Perfect now, fit. If we rewind 24 hours, what was your take, Al? That he knows from having worked with Patrick Mahomes, you have to go somewhere with a young, good quarterback, which Herbert, we know, is. Matt Ryan, over the hill. Matthew Stafford, over the hill. Back, they're on the back nine of their They're on careers. the back nine. Yeah, I you don't, don't want I would, them now. I don't know. I'd quite call them over the hill. Like, I think they can go to a good team and win. I don't know that I would say But if you want to do, like, what— what the Chiefs are doing, where you're going to win, baby, for a long time, you <laughs> yes. go to the Chargers. <laughs> win, baby. <laughs> Just win, baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, there I you go. Lo- I used to love those Charger teams with Dan Fouts, Charlie Joyner, wide receiver, Wes Chandler, John See, Jefferson. I know about them, Kevin and I Winslow. certainly saw all the NFL films about oh, them. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like I ever saw those Chargers play a game. Oh, I did. I, they must have had a horrendous defense because Dan Fouts was lighting it up with those guys. How they didn't win, like they and they never won. I mean, well, they won yeah. games. They went to playoffs, playoffs, but they playoffs. didn't win at all, and that's disappointing. Yeah, and it wasn't exactly like it was a salary cap era where you couldn't right. build both sides. Like right now, if you have a great offense, chances are your defense isn't going to be so good. If right. you have a great defense, chances are your offense ain't going to be so good. It's really hard to have that mix. Back then, you could have done it. Yes. And they didn't do it. Give me Dan Fouts on the line, Jerry. I'm going to ask him what the problem was. You think he'd come him. on with us at 545? <laughs> he probably still lives out in San Diego. So that would be, you know, a late night for him, not Is an early morning. He's still doing uh, CBS? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I don't think so. No, that's right, because he was with Ian, and they moved that around. Maybe he retired. He might have. I don't Dan know the Fouts. answer to that. Very interesting. Dan, hmm. Let me see real quick, Jerry, about Dan Fouts. Please hold. Uh, he was, uh, <laughs> I got time. <laughs> how about this? He led to the NFL in passing yards four straight years, 79 to 82. I mean, I that believe guy was that. slinging it. Yeah, I believe that. That's right, Jerry. 
You know, speaking of quarterbacks. He's a window thrower, too. Window thrower. Window what do you thrower. make of this? And we know he's coming out. We know he's likely going to be the number one pick. Yeah. What do you make of this This Trevor Lawrence continuing to say that he's like he's, he's got thoughts on coming out and what he's doing still? I don't know what he's doing, Jerry. Because no matter when you come out, you're going to a terrible team. Yeah. I mean, that's and, the way it works, unfortunately. But And I don't even know if that is his deal but I guess I What's don't know. The deal? I don't know what show he was on yesterday. But I saw quotes from this last. So we get on the plane. I don't know whatever time it was. A few hours ago, and I'm looking at these quotes from Trevor Lawrence about how he's got thoughts on declaring, not declaring, when he's coming out, when he's thoughts. not coming out. I mean, it's like you're going to be the number one pick. I would think 99 out of 100 people would say he's going to be the number one pick, and if not, that would just be for some wacky reason. Justin Fields goals one, then he'll yeah. go two. Like, what thoughts do you have? Right. Like, and if you you can go back to a month ago, remember he had that press conference that said, you know, I got to sit down and think about it, and we were like, come on, stop, it's enough. You're gonna be the number one pick. You're coming out. I don't. He's like, he's like playing games. It's like it's enough already. He's a game player, Jerry. And yeah. That's why I don't want him for the Jets. Well, you're not gonna like get games. him for the Jets. Uh, by the way, uh, CBS and Dan Fouts parted ways April of 2020. Because he was Ian's partner, right? He was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Was I guess he wasn't picked up anywhere. I don't know. Hmm. Huh. How about that? How about, he's 69 years old, Jerry. 69. 69. All right, 70 this year. Good for him. Let's take – well, yeah, that usually follows 69. Yep, normally. <laughs> Almost every time. Almost every time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Let's take our first quick break. How about well, this guy took a snap in 1973 and in 1987? Think about how long that is. 14 well, years. Well, yeah, but, I mean, look at Boomer. I mean, Boomer took snaps in the mid-'80s and took snaps in the 90s. And, by the way, Fouts was slinging it all over the field with Air Coriel, and he didn't even do shotgun, Jerry. Tom Brady took snaps in 2001 and is taking <laughs> snaps in 2021, and you're impressed oh. by Dan Fouts taking yeah, snaps know. 14 years apart? I'm locked into Dan Fouts this morning. I don't know why. Well, because we brought him up. Oh, that's good reason. 519, we're just getting started. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 right here on The Fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Al and Jerry. Two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> no, it's we're not. A, the reading of these sounds off. Uh, Do this, does it sound off to you? I thought that one was I, I get your point with a couple of them. I thought that one was actually pretty good. <laughs> that was funny. Sounds like he's reading a, like a list of uh, <laughs> shopping list. Oh, man, that's funny. I need some oomph into these. 25 after 5. Uh, real quick, I have a couple things for you here. One with Douglas. Because I did see, and I know uh, he's going to be a guest with Boomer and Geo. What time? 8 o'clock? Uh, just after 8 o'clock, Jerry. So that's kind of cool. So Joe Douglas with Boomer and Geo coming up at 8 o'clock uh, right here on The Fan. One quote that he had yesterday was something along the lines, you know, with the, with the firing of Adam Gase. And I am by no means am I sitting here saying that the Jets should not have fired Adam Gase. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I like the quote where he is discussing how he could have put a, you know, he could have put better players you know, on the team or given him a better roster. 
Well, yeah. If you go back to August when we were talking about what the Jets were going to be, we were making fun of the fact that they had like the worst roster we've ever seen. Yeah, they had no wide receivers. Right. Like, we expected them to go three and thirteen. Yes. This notion that they underachieved so terribly by going two and fourteen is comical. Yeah, yeah they underachieved by one or two games tops. They, they did what we now. All right, you're right. Zero and thirteen. Probably figured they'd win a game or two prior to that. But no one thought they were going to be good because their roster was bad. They are who we thought they were, Jerry. Yes, they and were. And you let them off the hook. Well, no, they're not letting them off the hook because the coach is gone. So, And then this one, I find this one funny because I do, while I'm not a Bucks fan like you're, you are, um, I do find Bruce Arians funny. Yes, did I you, love Bruce Arians. Did you see the quote yesterday when talking about Washington? He says, you know, we're not playing a 7-9 and nine team. We're playing a 4-1 and one team because we're not playing Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. That's awesome. Yeah, so I guess and he was wrong. I guess I guess Washington was 5 and 1 in games that Alex Smith started this year and they were 1 and 4 or 1 and 5 when Haskins started. Now Ron I mean, Rivera is talking about rotating quarterbacks during the game. I saw that. I hate this idea. I you know they're my new adopted team, Jerry. First of oh, all, I'm a big Buccaneers fan, so I don't know who to root for this week, Buccaneers versus Washington, since I do love Ron Rivera. I love Alex Smith. It's a win-win. I love the idea. I do would love the idea of an NFC East team moving on, like winning a first-round playoff it game. That's happen. interesting to me. It could happen. But I don't want them switching quarterbacks around. That no. just that, that doesn't work well, no. unless you're in college. Or it worked for the Cowboys in the seventies for a while. Yeah, that, in the late sixties, probably the early seventies. Yep. So they had the Dandy Don Meredith, and it's a long time ago though. Now Craig Morton. Yeah, no, I, I don't. That it could also be just him talking. I mean, look at me if my Alex historical. Smith is healthy, he's going to play. Look at me in my historical quarterback yeah. references, Jerry. I threw that out there, and you knew. Yeah, thank Again, you. Again, you're so like you, a football mind. So you think he's he's playing coy with the media? I do. Yeah, I think. That, remember Daniel Jones last week? I can't really run. Yeah, you can only sit in the pocket. Like the third play from scrimmage Sunday, he takes off on a quarterback yeah. draw. <laughs> like, come I on. I like this Ron Rivera. He's very, you know, very sneaky with his game plan, Jerry. Keep in mind, to your point, Seattle seven and nine. They won their first playoff game. The Panthers were seven eight and one. Won their first playoff game. Hmm. So it's possible, and I do think now I saw I find it's funny because I was I was looking for it on Monday and I couldn't find it. The Chase Young running off the field about wanting Tom Brady stuff. Now yeah. I see that video has finally surfaced. Be careful if you're both teams because if you're Tampa, I think that's exactly how you disrupt them and beat them. And if you're Chase Young, relax. Like you can feel that way. I don't know that letting them know was the smartest thing. He's excited. Uh, he's excited, all right. Can't wait. He and just he, gave a can't wait. And he can disrupt a game. We know that. But Tom Brady gets rid of the ball so quick. He does. But if guys are being jammed at the line of scrimmage and he can't get rid of the ball quick and you can get to him, we've seen in the past, if you want to beat Brady, that's how you beat him. How about this, Jerry? Over, under, number of sacks, sacks for Chase Young. Hits. Oh. Sacks. I'm going to start. I'm going to put the over, under at one. See, yeah, and the, but the, hmm. This is the thing about these positions. Like, I'll say it again. You could be the left tackle, and on 60 snaps, you're perfect. 
The guy beat you two and a half times, and he had a great game. <laughs> I mean, who wants to sign up to be a lineman? Oh, my gosh, the worst. I mean, my God. Plus, if he comes in and, and, and creams uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's going to be like, what are you? Block yeah, what are you doing? this dude. I agree. Meantime, if Tom Brady throws three interceptions, no one says anything to him. Right, remember uh, that that Jet Patriot game that ended up on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and it, it and the the shot on the cover of Sports Illustrated was Tom Brady looking, getting all mangled up uh, by the Jets because they hit him on every play. Yeah, it was awesome. That's how you beat them. So I'm going to say, how about this? I'm going to I'm going to take the number one one sack. Yeah, I'm not going to go over or under. But some. Uh, let me give you this one then, Jerry. Over under one late hit. Oh, ooh, good one. Why can't because you even if they're not these? even if they're not true late hits, everyone always says Tom Brady gets all the calls. Well, he does. If your hands just basically grazes his helmet, I'm going to say call. if I'm Chase Young and I'm the Washington Football Team, I'll take two late hit penalties early on in the game against Brady just to rattle him, Jerry. You got to rattle him. I'm going to take the over on that. I like well, your thinking. I'm going to take the number on the sacks one. But over on late hits of one, I think you're right. He well, boy, that's a lot. That's now Ron Rivera's foul penalties though. Ron Rivera is too nice of a guy. I don't I don't know who their defensive coordinator is, but that guy's got to tell Chase Young two late hits. Well, I don't know Early. that you want to do that because if that ever gets out, that's two late not, hits. That's, no, you, again, you don't. Not do sideline hits, Jerry, or when Tom Brady slides. I'm saying Tom Brady gets rid of the ball. Two late hits. Rattle him. Be careful. Remember how that goes sometimes. Rattle them up. Not, not a good idea. But I do like what you're saying because I do think it does Thank make you. sense. Jack Del Rio, by the way, the former oh, head coach. He's a tough the guy. defensive coordinator. Who I like. Who Jack Del Rio, by the way, I, I believe it was him. If you go back to those bad Cowboy teams he was on. Yeah. I believe he led the, t- the league in tackles one year. With over 200 tackles yeah, per season. We need 200 tackles from Chase Young this weekend against Tom Brady. Well, you need more than one sack, and you need a bunch of... How about this? This two is a late good hits. one. Forget the late hits. Enough with the late hits. Here's why, here's why I say the late hits is one and done. Because you're talking 15-yard penalties. They start to hurt right. your team. But how about this one? Quarterback pressures. Now we're what does that do for me? The stats. Quarterback pressures and quarterback yeah. hits... Yeah, what's that do? You're in his face, and you're making him hurry, and you're you're basically being physical with him. You're not letting him just sit there and stand around and look around and make the throw, and then you know his jersey's dirty. He's he's mm. up and he's uh, you're putting his his face in the dirt. Right, that game's that in Washington. That's a crappy field, I think. Isn't that something? Yeah, that's the one thing I don't care for. Like I understand the value of winning the division, but. Them getting it's the gotta game? be, yeah. Like you, it's bad enough, and you know how I feel. I don't think a team under five hundred should be in the playoffs. Period. Right. The fact that they host a playoff game is criminal. Like you gotta like the Giants could if the Eagles would have won the game the other night. The Giants would have won the division at six and ten and would have been right. hosting a playoff game. I mean, come on, come on, man. That's stupid. That really is. Some of these things got to be changed. Like I like the idea of divisions in terms of scheduling and geography, and I, I get all that. But when it comes to the playoff, even in basketball, that's another one where you almost you just want them to take like the top sixteen teams and seed it properly. Yes. Not that I think that will ever happen, but you know, it's just uh, there. You know what? Change is good sometimes. 
And I would like to see that changed. And before the break here, Jerry, good news in the Esiason household. Oh, what we got? As Maddie Martin has reached a four-year deal to stay with the Islanders. You know what? Good for him. How about that? The I guy think- just had a baby. You don't want to be leaving Boompa. You know what I mean? I think so, that's awesome. I think it's awesome as well. Four-year deal. Very, very cool. Great. How hear. about that? By the way, I was wrong on the Jack Del Rio thing. That's bothering me now. <laughs> you were wrong how. He was on the Cowboys. You I get that correct. Good job. Or he had 200 tackles one year. 170 is what I'm seeing. All right. Well, whatever. So be it. I was wrong. Not the first time. Won't be the last time. Quick break. Uh, and the then, other side. yes. Buzz, no buzz. Ooh, we have a buzz, no buzz. Another See? buzz, no buzz. Very excited about that. A buzz, no buzz on the other side of this break. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. Oh, that would be cool if we were. I like that. Very neat. 541. Hey, real quick before we do buzz, no buzz, because this is so funny. So it was bothering me that Jack Del Rio didn't have the 200 tackles. It turns out, and I think as the fraud cowboy fan that you are, you'd remember this guy. In 1989, when they were 1-15, yeah. Eugene the Hitting Machine Lockhart. Remember Eugene him? Eugene Lockhart, I do remember him. 222 tackles that season. He averaged 14 tackles a game. So then I just kind of you know, Googled like where he is today. I want to see if he was still alive or whatever. Yeah, he was in jail. Where are they now, Eugene Lockhart? Didn't what did he to go to that? jail for? He went to jail for his part in a $20 million mortgage fraud case. Ooh. All right. I liked him. That's very sad. Hmm. Now, I think at this point, I believe he has been released from prison. But Hopefully he's turned his life around, Jerry. I, I wasn't Eugene expecting Lockhart. to see that, though. Right. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Hey, it's always a surprise when you go to Wikipedia. He was released in 2015. He served three years. Three years. Yeah. So there you go. You know what I say, Jerry? You do the crime, you do the time. Well, he did the time. Let's He's a good do... player, too, on a bad team. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's do it, Jerry. It's Buzz No Buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. All right. I'll give you a topic happening in the sports world, Jerry. You'll tell me whether there's buzz surrounding it or there was no buzz. In other words, when you heard of this... Did you expect to hear more? Did you expect to hear Was it buzz or no more? buzz? It was a buzz or no buzz. Yesterday it's, we agreed on the buzz that the Knicks were buzz. Yesterday we did Knicks, buzz, no buzz. Today's buzz, no buzz. Alabama wide receiver Devonta Smith wins the Heisman. Hmm. I felt no buzz. Not, well, here's the thing. And you know what? Shame on me. I didn't even realize they were doing that last night. That's what I mean. Me I either. had no idea. So talkers. it starts coming through that he wins the Heisman, and I said, "When?" Right. And my partner Joe Boylan, who was doing the Rutgers game with me, he goes, "Oh yeah, that was tonight, wasn't it?" I said, yeah, "Apparently." I said, "Okay." Did, so there's no buzz to this. No, I don't. Which is weird. No. I guess there's no buzz because number one, he's not a quarterback, and we always um. think of quarterbacks. They haven't had a wide receiver 
uh, Heisman Trophy winner since Desmond Howard, 1991. That's 20 years ago by my math, Jerry. Yeah, good math right there. And then a couple years before that was Tim Brown in 1987. So you don't get a lot of wide receivers winning this award. And like, where Wait, hold this on, guy... Eddie. Did he get the math wrong on that? Yeah. 91, 2001. Oh, 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. That's tremendous. <laughs> so there hasn't been a wide receiver winner in 30 years. 30 years, yeah. Isn't that really something? And like, where will this guy go in the draft? Uh, well, he'll be a top pick. You think he'll be a top 10 pick or that the wide receivers not go top 10 these days? Oh, no, they can. Of course they can. There's a chance the Dolphins take him at three. Absolutely. Re- reunite him with Tua. Yeah. Oh. So I don't, that I, you know. That would be awesome. That I would have buzz for. He was the one who caught the pass when the uh, Tua came in in relief of Jalen Hurts and the Alabama won the uh, national championship. Oh, let's just, let's lock that up. Uh, against Georgia. By the way, I don't know if That's you saw perfect. on social media, a lot of like Dolphin fans have had it with Tua already. <laughs> <laughs> not Eddie, but right. there was a lot of that on social media that I saw. And not the team. They're not giving no, up. No, 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 no. The team said he's the quarterback. I didn't say it was the team. Yeah, their GM say. came out yesterday and said he's their starting quarterback for yep, next year. Because I think they're taking heat right now. Yeah. So, very right, interesting. So, that would be very cool. I wish we could just I wish we could just give this guy to the Dolphins. Got a perfect fit. Let him just draft him. That's a perfect fit. Or the Jets could take him to give uh, Darnold a weapon. Yeah. If they stick with Darnold. If they don't take fields. All right. So, okay. I'm I'm getting a little – I'm feeling a little more buzzy about uh, the Heisman win. Do you know who the other finalists were? Well, I know Trevor Lawrence was in there. If he's so great and everyone can't wait to get him, why didn't he win? (laughs) But he didn't win. Right. (laughs) You had quarterbacks, Mac Jones – from Alabama, and Kyle Trask from Florida. I don't know any of those guys. No, Kyle Trask we've talked about because I've mentioned him. I know Amy him. Trask. <laughs> I don't know if there's a relation. We've we've talked about Trask because of the whole Lawrence thing. Like, what oh, if yes, Kyle Trask right. turns out to be the quarterback? The guy. Yeah, and he gets drafted, you know, eighth or ninth. He will look back on this draft and say, oh, they screwed it up again. Or the hmm. kid from uh, North Dakota State or the kid from BYU. Who the hell knows? You don't know. That's exactly right. So is it Zach Wilson? Is yep. that the kid from yes. BYU? And North Dakota State. Now, I've, I feel like people have mentioned him, but I can't for the life of me think of his name. I can't either. But he play, only played because of, you know, 1AA was uh, very sparse this year in terms of number of games. He only played one game this year. And where's that running back from Buffalo? The kid that was scoring nine touchdowns in a game. And he's, you know, he's his size may be an issue for some teams, but he'll, he'll – he, I don't know, maybe second round, but we'll see. Then we also have, Jerry, a couple of uh, Corona NFL-related things. Big I things couldn't too. believe Big this things. Brown story with Kevin Stefanski. So Kevin Stavant- Stefanski, the Browns' head coach, is not going to coach this Sunday. Now, they haven't officially said he's out, but he's essentially out. No, he's out. They said there's still a slight chance. He's out. Slight chance. Yeah, he's but out. he's out. So... They have no head coach. Their first, uh, their first playoff yeah. game since 2012, playing the Steelers. The guy bust his butt all year, and now they he can't even now. Can he call in plays from you know? His no, home? he cannot. What? You can't. You can't have you can't have an acting coach on the sideline with a cell phone. <laughs> Let me That's ask not, you this: not the Jerry. way it works. Which is which is the bigger hit, Stefanski out or Baker Mayfield out? 
uh, Mayfield, the quarterback. That's my quarterback. Because the you you get the game plan in, and right. now it's just game day. I mean, you know, yeah, might there be a decision or two to make during the game? Yes, but if you go out and play the right way, they'll be fine. So do you think the fact that the Browns head coach will not be on the sidelines, does that change the point spread? Oh, I don't think it should. It shouldn't. I All really right, so don't. Let's not make, so it shouldn't be that big a deal. I think it's a, a big, big deal out of this. I think it's a big deal because the Browns are never in the playoffs. Yeah. This guy takes over first year. They have a good season. Here we go. Postseason. They're celebrating. Uh, you're not going to be there. And here's the other one, too. If you, I don't know if you saw this. Their starting guard, Joel Batonio, mm-hmm. who was one of their, I guess, longtime players, who's going to the playoffs for the first time. So I guess there's video, you know, like after the game the other day, I, I don't know if he gave him the game ball, whatever, but they clearly crossed paths, Stefanski and Batonio. Oh, he no. got the COVID, and he's out. Oh. Oh, oh. You wait all this time. Now, I, I don't know how long Batonio's been there, but I believe he's one of the longer tenured players. Yeah. He finally gets his chance to go play in the playoffs, and now he can't play. Yeah, that's that stinks. stinks. Really? I mean, come on. That is brutal. Now, in other related coronavirus news, Tony oh. Romo who missed last week, and Mr. Boomer size and filled in for him. Tony Romo, they say, could call Saints-Bears from his house in Dallas. You know what? It's being done all over the place, so why not? They The national, I think not the national championship game, one of the college football games. It, it wasn't Herb Cur- Street, for, Street. The, for that was the Ohio State game. Correct. Yes. He yeah, went, I mean, he, he had, was uh, home. Co- he had COVID. And had I thought, corona. and I watched that game. I was actually very interested in that game, the Clemson-Ohio State game. And I thought, and I don't remember the play-by-play guy. Was it Fowler? I don't yes. remember. It yeah. was. They were seamless together. I mean, aside from getting a split screen where you saw that Herb Street was home, it sounded fine. And I don't see any reason why Romo can't do it the same way. It's not optimal. It's not what you want. But if it's the... Now, listen, if Boomer can step in and do it, we want Boomer to do it. But if, you know, if, if Romo is the guy... Then it's fine. They'll figure it out. Well, that's what I said. Like I was reading, they're like nothing against Boomer, of course, but they're paying Tony Romo a boatload of money to do these games. This is the playoff. This is the playoffs. Yeah, you want so him you out there to do it. There. So you know, if he's home, he's home, and I think it'll be just fine. I will I- say, sometimes when I'm watching the games at home, don't you feel like you see things better than the announcer? Sometimes where the announcer won't even reference that there was a fumble until. A few seconds later, it, after you've already seen it, it's so funny because having it—it it depends on the booth and it depends on the angle and how high you are. Because so for me, there's a lot of play-by-play guys that will do every snap with the binoculars. I can't do that because I—I I need to anticipate and kind of see the play develop. So I have the binoculars on for all the pre-snap stuff to see what receivers are lined up where to see if there was a change at running back. But for the most part, once the ball is snapped. I then put the binoculars down so I can actually see the play. The problem is you're not right on top of the field, and it is hard to actually track certain things. I would say, no joke, one of the best fo- – and I did a lot of Columbia games, not that that's on par, but you get my point. I did over 150 Columbia games. The best football game I've ever called, Al, was the game I did in Dallas two years ago for Compass Media Networks. It was the Cowboys in Washington, and the Cowboys clinched the division that day, and I'll tell you why. That monster – screen at that stadium you almost call the game off the screen yeah and it was it was giant and it was just so i agree with you if you have that option and it's big enough and you can see enough of the field 
then yes, I think that's probably a better way to go. If Boomer gives me Tony Romo's cell phone, I will text him a link to the green screen I purchased, and then he can just <laughs> green screen it in from his house, and it could look like he's at the stadium. That'd be I awesome. Will, I will tell you, and I've told you the story before. I know you take a break, but I, I know this years back. I want to say five, six, seven years ago, whatever. He, Romo was one of my pregame guests for a Cowboy game, and he was late. And they gave him my phone number, or they gave him the studio's oh. phone number to call in. He calls in, and before we even got started, he's apologizing for being late, and he's explaining how you know he had something to do, and he just forgot. And I'm so sorry. I'm like, I love this guy. That's pretty cool. Because other That's guys, class. other guys don't care. They just they call. I'm here. You know, Des Bryant was late many times. Always very nice. Never apologized for being late, though. Right. This guy went out of his way to tell me what he was doing and why he was late. So, all right, we got to take nice. a break. I'm sorry. We're running late here. Uh, one final break, and then we'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top. But first, a Radio.com Sports Minute. This is very timely. Amy Lawrence talking about the Heisman Trophy. All right, a couple more uh, seconds here before we get you to Boomer and Geo. Nets won big last night. What else you got, Al? I see that Sean McVay still won't say who's going to be his quarterback, whether it'll be a guy who worked in finance named John Wolford, <laughs> or if uh, the other fellow, Jared, Jared Goff, Goff, will be back. It's must-listen-to radio what? every day.